Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of your Manifesting Bestie podcast. I'm your host, Flora, and we are diving into all things mindset and manifestation this season. And today, you guys are not going to believe who the fuck I have on this podcast. It has been so highly requested. And a lot of you guys actually guessed it on my Instagram when I did a poll a few days ago and you guys went fucking crazy about it. Um, she is somebody that I became friends with maybe a little less than a year ago through TikTok. We've been following each other and just keeping in touch ever since and watching each other's businesses blossom and grow. And I learned so much from her and I feel like she's my younger sister that I've never had. <laughs> I love her so much. You guys already know her, Miss Hot High Priestess with over 2 million TikTok followers. She has an insane amount of community and popularity online, and she is just booming. She's been featured in some of the top online magazines and blogs, uh, only from the ones that I've even read. I'm sure there's so much more out there that... <laughs> that she can touch on but if you guys don't know her name is sarah sarah please introduce yourself hello <laughs> oh my god i can't believe i'm on your manifesting bestie because i am the biggest fan of flora the podcast and flora's work and girl you hype me up too much i can't thank you so much yeah i'm sarah as you guys may or may not know i'm hot high priestess i'm a manifestation coach uh, your best friend. And I'm here to honestly just change the world, spread positivity and give people hope in life and in their dreams. Um, yeah. You guys, you don't even understand Sarah, how old are you guys? She's so freaking young and she's so successful. It's insane. <laughs> Oh, I'm 22. I just turned. 22. Oh my god! So old. So it's funny. You're like, oh my god, you're so young. I'm like, oh god. Oh my god. <gasps> you're literally a bit. I'm 30, and I feel like I feel like you and I are on the same wavelength. And I'm like, oh my god, she's like, I wish at 22 years old, I had the knowledge and the information that you have, and having so much like intellect and understanding about the way things work and how you're making fucking strides in your life bro 22 are you joking <laughs> I know okay this is what I talk about all the time too is like I think it's such a blessing that I was able to discover manifestation at the age that I did because had I discovered it later in life I don't know if I would ever get to the place that I am in today and I think just the fact that we even discovered this and chose to believe in it is already such a privilege, honestly. But yeah, I, I always think about how much of a privilege it is that I discovered it at the age that I am. And in part, you're part of that journey and you know that girl. Oh my God. Yes. We're going to get into that in just a second, but <laughs> I have so many questions that my followers wanted me to ask you. So First of all, who is hot high priestess and what exactly is a high priestess? Like so many people are curious as to what that means. Oh, that's a great question. So um, the name comes from the tarot card, the high priestess and the high priestess card in tarot is the most intuitive card of the deck. She's the tarot reader, the psychic of the deck. She always knows what's up. And if you guys don't know, when I first started TikTok, I started off doing tarot readings. So very fittingly, the name high priestess, hot high priestess, that's how the name came to be. But the high priestess is the divine feminine you know, and I think we're all kind of learning how to step into that. So I just feel like the name has always stuck. 
So, okay. So the other question next to that was, are you a witch? Like everyone's asking me, is she oh. a witch? She's so witchy. I'm like, that's my witchy sister, but I'm going to let you answer that. <laughs> okay. So I mean, here's the thing. I think manifestation and witchcraft are very intertwined. I think they're one in the same in a sense because witchcraft, I believe the reason it works in large part is because you are choosing to believe that once you do the ritual, once you do the act, the, the, result will come to you. And as we know, like when you live in the end state, when you believe that you're destined to have a certain outcome, it becomes your outcome. So I do believe in witchcraft. Um, I am a witch to some extent. I'm literally having my witchy candles like lit right now, like my success candle and everything. Um, but you know, I practiced witchcraft a lot more in the beginning when I first started. Um, it has bit me in the ass. It has helped me. I've had a wide variety of results with witchcraft but I think if it's used correctly it's it's great I love it and do you feel like so what you're saying is like with the intention behind assuming that a spell for example is going to work you're you're pretty much saying it's the same thing as law of assumption exactly exactly okay. so I feel like I practiced witchcraft before I really got into law of assumption, but I was, but I'm still practicing the same thing. It's just, I don't need the candles anymore. And I don't necessarily need, you know, the, the spells, um, right. but sometimes it really helps to have that visual representation and that reminder always like, okay, it's working for me. You know, what's crazy. So I grew up in like a very Roman Catholic Christian household and my parents always told me like, stay very far away from um, witchcraft and the way that it was explained to me was a very dark practice. And I grew up like not understanding exactly what it was. It was just something I always stayed away from. And I never dabbled into it. I started doing the manifestation work and it gained a lot of popularity online. And then people started telling me and they're like, oh, this is witchcraft. It's brujeria. Like you're fucking with, you know, things you shouldn't be messing with. And I didn't even know. I had no idea. And I'm like, I don't understand the correlation between the two. But the way that you're explaining it, I guess it does make a lot of sense. It's just like the belief behind it. Whatever you put intention into is the way you're going to see your results, right? Whether it's considered a religious belief or religious practice uh, or practicing magic, or you're just reprogramming your subconscious mind, right? Exactly. And that's why prayer, um, if used correctly, works for so many people. It's the same thing. You're setting intention. You're believing it's going to work. And so you're literally practicing the law of assumption. We're all practicing the same thing with different meanings, different rituals. It's yeah, all the same beliefs. Really? It really is. And I love that because like I did a, an episode on how manifestation is all over the Bible. Right. Yes. And people like flipped out because like it made so much sense. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like it's in every religion it's in every belief system right like manifestation is the foundation of why we're here how we're going to expand how we get our desires and how we reach salvation right exactly and it's very so i'm jewish on the other end of uh the religious spectrum um and it's all over Judaism. One of the first monotheistic religions, um, Judaism really preaches the idea behind your words are the law. So like God spoke and created the universe and how even when Jews pray, we're constantly giving gratitude. You know, much of prayer in Judaism is just gratitude. It's just saying like um, there's a prayer in Judaism. When you wake up in the morning, the first thing you have to say is thank God that I woke up today, you know? And how we're able to attract more into our lives by being grateful for where we already are today. Um, and just the power of words, the power of awareness, the power of belief is found amongst all the religions of the world. Um, Eastern religions, Western religions, we see it across the whole spectrum. 
Yeah, it's literally in all religious scripture, all ancient scripture. And it's it's so crazy how now it's trendy, but like it's really been in our face forever. Yeah. It just wasn't yeah. explained as like, oh, you have all the power. They kind of explain it as like there's an external power, right? Exactly. And I, I know you've read Neville and Neville makes a really interesting statement in one of his books. He talks about how a lot of the times prayer for a lot of people doesn't end up working because they believe that that salvation or that um, prayer will be answered from something external to them. But the way prayer is answered is when we find that it all comes from within us, the weak, it comes from our own power that we are one with God. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's interesting how the Bible does talk about this a lot. And I feel like people just brush over that and they do call manifestation, like witchcraft and God, all my comments are God loves you. And this, yeah, "Yeah, he does. Like, thanks. Thanks." (laughs) But, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. And I just, I love it because, and like now my parents are understanding of it, which took them such a long time because my mom like wrote off she knew like the law of attraction and she was like, don't fucking play with it. Don't dabble into it. And I was like, mom, like, I'm just like reprogramming my subconscious mind. It's okay. Nothing bad's going to (laughs) happen. No, I know. It's like, first of all, it's all psychological too, is what people don't get. So it's like a mixture of spirituality and psychology. And I have a background in psychology and education. I talk about this a lot on my um, Instagram And yeah, everything that we're preaching has to do with the subconscious mind, reprogramming your mind and everything. Honestly, one of the reasons I got into manifestation in the first place was because I was learning about growth mindset in my education classes, which is the idea that if you believe that you're capable of accomplishing something, studies show that you're more capable of accomplishing something. It's that simple. And so um, that's exactly what manifestation is essentially, right? Like you're telling yourself, I can be a millionaire. I can be this. I can be that. And you align your life towards that path. So I think people love to, I will say it's become a lot trendier though now, right? Obviously. Right. Way more accepted and like way more believed in, which I think is phenomenal because people are like, holy shit, I do have the power. Like it's within me. It's not outside of me. Exactly. And it used, it never used to be that way or not that it never used to be that way. But when I first started on TikTok, people were shitting on me about this. Like, and even people in my personal life, I don't know if you've experienced it. Well, obviously you did with your parents, but like a lot of people were like, you really believe in that blah, blah, blah. And now that we have a following and now that it's trendy on TikTok, now suddenly people are like, wait, makes sense. (laughs) Right. It's like, okay. It's crazy how like the people that are close to you don't want to support until they see strangers are blindly supporting you and having faith in you and cheering you on and they're like oh wait I know her I was friends with her I I always supported her I was her number one fan and you're like bitch what really (laughs) what's that quote I forget the quote it's like a stranger will always support you more than your own friends or something like that it's true it's true um but yeah people don't want to support you until they see something with the numbers or something that will benefit them, which yeah. is it's so sucks. crazy. Yeah. Okay. He, okay. We have so many questions. Sorry. I'm like rambling over here. Okay. So everyone, if, if you guys follow Sarah, you know that she started off as a tarot reader. So some of the questions we got were how, how can a person who's taking a reading from, from um, tarot really applying that in their life? Do they need to take it as set in stone? Do they need to get, 
excited about it? Do they need to be upset about it? Or is it something that's also faith-based? If you get a reading that you like or don't like, for example. Right. So here's the misconception about tarot. And I think one of my personal beliefs around tarot that might differ from other tarot readers is that I don't think any of us have a predestined fate. I think our fate is determined by our own subconscious beliefs and our own belief systems that we create throughout life. And so I believe as tarot readers, we're just extremely empathetic, um, intuitive people who are able to read into energies, but we're only really able to read into your current energy. So when I'm doing a tarot reading, I'm reading into what your current energy is and where that current energy is leading you. But you as the consumer have the full autonomy to change that destiny, right? Nothing is set in stone. So, um, A lot of the times what I'll do in my tarot readings is I'll give advice to people. I'll be like, well, here's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with a heartbreak right now. Here's X, Y, Z, what you can do. Maybe this person has to, you know, you have to raise your standards because clearly this person isn't giving what they're supposed to be giving X, Y, Z. But I believe it isn't a predestined thing. It's more of a constantly evolving energy. So what you pick up on is what's present in their current vibrational energy, right? In their energetic field, you pick up on like, who they are in that moment. And you're just reflecting it back to them. Exactly. Exactly. So if people don't need to start crying, if they get like a bad reading and like, Oh my God, my tarot reader told me that he's not for me. They're really just reflecting back the person's inner assumptions. Right. Exactly. And I get, I mean, I get DMS about this all the time. I'm sure you do too, where people are like, man, like this tarot reader said, he's never going to like me. Can I manifest? I'm like, of course you can. Like nothing's set in stone. Everything's possible to change. This is just the current reality, but it's ever changing. And there's also readers who are better than others, which is important to keep in mind. But at the end of the day, I always tell people, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. And um, I try to keep my tarot readings as uh, as positive as possible um, to almost boost those manifestations. So you'll see on my page, a lot of the readings will be, you're destined to be successful. You're destined to be in the spotlight, things like that, or this person is obsessed with you. And that's, if that resonates with you is honestly maybe helping you manifest these things, right? Because you're hearing um, confirmation in the universe, the same way we look at uh, angel numbers and things like that. So. Right. So if someone gets a reading, like I, Listen, I sit there on TikTok and I will be like, oh my God, she's fucking talking to me. She's talking about me and my SP right now. I know he's thinking about me. I know he misses me and it feeds into my delusional mindset, but it like, it literally helps me because I'm like, oh, like you just said confirmation. Like that's all I needed for me to be like, oh, what I'm imagining in my mind and what I'm speaking to myself about is, is actually I'm seeing the proof and all I need is those little like synchronicities to just live in the end state. So like, it's super helpful in a way. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. I love it. Okay. So we just, okay. That was like the number one tarot reading because people are like, oh my God, like, I'm so sad. Like, can you believe what such and such said on their page? And like, they told me that like, uh, you know, this is not in the stars. And I'm like, babe, who creates your reality? The tarot reader or you? Like, exactly. did you just give your power away? Or oh, can we talk about that? Let's okay, let's, let's talk about this. Let's unpack that. <laughs> listen, listen. So one of my things that I've been so passionate about lately is if you would not trade places with that tarot reader, why are you taking advice from them? Mm-hmm. You should, and same goes for manifestation coaches. 
you know, we need to be very careful with who we are listening to, which information we're consuming, who we're taking advice from, because at the end of the day, if you wouldn't trade places with those terror that terror reader, then maybe you shouldn't be listening to them in the first place. Right. So just being very cognizant of who's even feeding you this information is important as well. Right. A hundred percent. And it's like, we have to also be so like discerning of what we give attention focus to and what we give power to, because if I sit there and I watch the news all day, I'm giving my power to the news anchor. If I sit and I listen to, you know, like trash music that makes me feel really bad about myself, I'm giving my power away to the artist or to the record label or whatever. And they're actually, they have control over me now. Right. So like, we have to be, we have to, we're, we're, we, we don't realize that we're paying attention. Like we're paying for it. Right. Like, yeah, like our focus is it's a payment and we're getting what we're getting in return is a loss of power. So we have to be so freaking mindful of the fact that like, okay, I have to understand I'm in control and my focus and my energy needs to be reserved, right. For the things that I like and that I enjoy and that I want to experience. And I can't have it spreading all over like the BS that's making me feel powerless period period <laughs> that's mental diet too like yeah. I was just saying on my live earlier today like when you're trying to lose weight or something or you know whatever have your dream body what you'll often do is watch what you consume because what you consume is what will your body will transform into same goes with the mind same goes with the mind you have to watch what you're consuming the 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 knowledge the awareness what are you watching what are you listening to mental diet is very important very important yeah, it's crazy because it literally can control your whole life. And like, I know that for us growing up, like it did. Like guys, just so you guys know, like me and Sarah have such a similar story. Um, immigrants who migrated to America, um, having a very closed, very, I want to say lack mindset with the way that we were raised and brought up. And I think that's why we connected so well, because we both kind of like blew up online and it it, it, it was like a whirlwind experience. And we're like, holy shit, what's going on? Like, this is crazy. Like, I never thought this was going to be our reality, our future. Um, can you share a little bit about how your life evolved from the mindset that you were raised with, you know, with family and your upbringing and, and being an immigrant and how you developed into the person you are today? Like, what what were the steps that you had to take to transform your life so quickly? Oh, that's such a good question. First of all, I love that Flora and I honestly relate a lot on this because I feel like a lot of tarot readers, you know, it's amazing what they've accomplished, but a lot of people, you know, come from a lot, um, a lot more privileged positions. Um, and it just wasn't in the cards for me to be where I am today. If you would have asked anyone it, I mean, I've always been a hard worker. I've always been someone who, you know, stro strove for the most and was very ambitious, but given the reality of how I grew up, was that really realistic? No, but I said, fuck the word realistic. I'm going to challenge that. Right. Um, so, you know, growing up, I mean, money was the the hardest thing in my life. And I also grew up, you know, having family struggles. And I feel like the environment that I grew up in wasn't conducive of one that would bring me to where I am today. Mm -hmm. um, I went to college with a lot of rich kids. And, and for a long time, I envied them. I even envied people that would get like SAT prep back in high school. I was like, fuck, like I like they're just getting this handed to them. They're going to end up going to the Ivy leagues. They're going to, and at some point I was like, I just keep feeding these stories to myself. I just keep telling myself that I'm a victim. How is that helping me? 
Like, how is that? Yes, I'm a victim, but how does repeating that constantly elevate me to any extent? So there came a day where I was like, I, no one's going to come save me. Like, this is the reality of my life and no one's going to come save me. I have to save myself. I, if anyone is going to believe in me, it has to be me. And so there just was one day where I was like, I'm going to be rich. That was my, the, I just said it. I was like, I'm gonna uh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Literally. And I was studying to be a teacher where like the salary is like $40,000, what a year or something. And I was heavily in debt, so much student loan debt. I had no way. My parents have not provided me with like a penny since I was like maybe 15 years old. Um, I've always paid for everything for myself. Every single thing in my life is my own. And I think that's something I'm very proud of. Um, but it was, I was like, what am I saying? And I remember, I'll never forget this moment. There was a day in college where I was walking around with my friend and I love her by the way. Um, I love her so much. And we were like, we would go on these like manifestation walks around this like, um, lake by our college and we'd go on these manifestation walks and we would say shit. Like we would like speak our shit into existence. And, I remember one day, this was like right when I started blowing up on TikTok. I think I had maybe like 10,000 followers at this point. So I wasn't even monetizing yet. And I remember I said something like, this year, I'm going to make $100,000. Like as a full-time college student and whatever. So, and she laughed at me. I will never forget this. She laughed at me and I said, just because you laughed at me, I'm going to make this happen. Even though I had no way at the time to make it happen. And obviously I started living in the end state every day. I'd wake up and say, I'm making a hundred thousand dollars. I already have the hundred thousand dollars. I am rich. I get paid to exist. One thing led to another. And the mindset literally led me to where I am today. I made the hundred thousand dollars and then some, and, you know, obviously run a really successful business now, but yeah, I think it was a lot of difficult mindset shifts it literally took everything in me. I don't think sometimes we even acknowledge how difficult it is to change the mindset and change the beliefs. Yeah. And sometimes I forget how hard it was and how I had to fight my own belief system. Um, but it was worth the fight. It was worth the fight. So you and had to, and we talk about this so often, like you had to deny your reality and you had to literally remove your focus from the 3D world because the 3D world was showing you you're not good enough. You don't have enough. Who are you to be making, you know, six figures as a college student when all your life, what you've known was lack and poverty and struggle, right? So for those of you guys listening, like this is so transformational and you can, whatever age you're at, you can apply this now. Like if you guys listen to me and Sarah's stories, like these are very short timeframes. We're yeah. not talking about five year, 10 year transformations. You know, so she's saying like she denied her entire, she literally denied her entire life and her entire identity and stepped into a new role while someone, while her best friend was laughing at her. Yes. Yes. And made it happen. <laughs> like you may, you did that shit at what, 20, 21 years old. Yeah. Like guy, I have like chills. Guys, it's not easy coming out of like poverty mindset, but it is doable. Like the proof is in the pudding wherever you, and you might be super privileged already, but there's other things you're struggling with. Apply this in the same manner. It doesn't just have to be money and career and success because like 
guys, college students can do whatever the fuck they want. And if you're in your 50s and you're in your 60s, you can still do whatever the fuck you want. It does. There's no there's no time limit on on your life and on what you want to achieve and accomplish. And doesn't matter who's laughing in your face and telling you you can't do that. Because if you understand your power, yes, you can and you will. And it's going to come. Right. It just came to you. Yes. And in a short time frame, I really like that you mentioned that because I do think some people think it comes, you know, years down the line. It really comes a lot sooner than you think. And I tell people all the time, the way that manifestation works, interestingly enough, at least for me, in my experience is once I set forth the command, I start like the path is like opened to me, right? So like weird things will happen, weird coincidences will start occurring, or I'll feel these weird urges to do things that I never thought I wanted to do, could do. Like all of a sudden now I'm like trying to create a business, which is not even something that was on my agenda in life. But yet once I set forth the command, the universe showed me the way, right? And that's why I tell all my clients, I'm like, fuck the how, like, don't be so focused on how, because maybe there is no how right now. Maybe you can't conceptualize the how, the how will be presented to you. You just have to set the command and you have to deny everything in your reality that says otherwise. All the bitches laughing in your face, let them fucking laugh. (laughs) Like let let them laugh. Confirmation right there. Yeah. (laughs) That's so amazing. I love it. And you guys, so when me and Sarah met, um, she reached out to, we became mutuals on TikTok and she ended up reaching out to me on Instagram. And I, at that time I had just started making like five figure months. And I remember I was talking about it on Instagram and you were like, oh my God, you were telling me about how you've been doing like tarot readings and that it takes up so much of your time. And then we kind of went over like how to transition your business um, into making passive income into really leveraging the massive following that you already have. You guys, after that conversation, Sarah developed a multi six figure business. She was hitting 40,000 plus dollar months. A, a couple months after that conversation, she manifested that shit as soon as we spoke so can you give us a little insight on like what pivotal moment happened there and how you your business just like blew up after that so honestly in large part i owe everything to flora like guys her oh my god stop reaches <laughs> see you know what it was you know what it was flora it was just seeing that you could do it that was all I needed. That was all I needed. Just seeing that it was possible, which is something I tell a lot of people is you have to, like we were saying earlier, like, where's your awareness going? Are you looking at people who fail or are you looking at people who succeed and saying, I can do it too. Not envying successful people, but saying if they could do it, I can too. And good for them. Like, that's amazing that they were able to accomplish that. And I saw what Flora was doing, which I'm so happy. Like you changed my life. Like I owe everything to Flora truly guys. And you owe everything. Everyone watching owes everything to Flora. She's incredible. And and the fact that she was brave enough, you were brave enough to post this on social media and be like, this is my story. I was able to accomplish X, Y, Z. I was like, wow, I can do it too. You know, why not? Right. And so I think that was what literally like quantum leapt me into the identity of like, someone who is making like multiple 10,000s a month. And to say that now is insane because I think when right. we first started talking, you know, that is just insane. So um, it is, I mean, my entire life has changed. I, it's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Like that was less than a year ago, babe, that we had that conversation. I know. Less than a year ago. And you like, 
oh my God, it's already telling me that we have 10 minutes left. Okay. And you were like, I remember like you took whatever I mentioned and you ran with it so fast. Like I've never seen someone because I, I work with entrepreneurs, right? And I help them with manifestation. I help them with whatever it is that they need um, within their business goals privately. And guys, Sarah is the fastest moving individual. She got quick feet, yo. She was like, I'm fucking running to the multiple six figures. She was like, I'm going to do this, this, this. She launched all these different uh, programs and courses and masterclass. And she just took it above and beyond. And she's and she's doing um all, all these different like private sessions. Like, I just love watching you grow. And uh, what I really want to know is like, what was the identity shift that occurred? Like, did you just say like, that's it? I saw someone do it. That means I have it now. That means that's my current reality. Like what was the identity shift that you experienced that really like blew it all up for you? Um, first of all, I really appreciate that. I'm a Capricorn. So I move fast. Um, and I love business. I, I didn't know I could have it in me to love business so much. Cause I was never honestly even money focused in my life, but then once the opportunity presented itself, it was like, and I love what I do, as you guys know, but um, in terms of the identity work that I did, I think really the biggest thing was just seeing that someone else did it and that I could do it too. And I think what happens for a lot of people is they look at successful people and they think they got lucky. There was something in the universe that like favored them that wouldn't favor me, you know? And I just got rid of that belief. And I, I didn't think that way at all. I stopped envying people in life. I got rid of jealousy. I fully, I started embracing that. Like everything in my reality was a sign that I was capable of more, that I had more out there for me. Um, and I think one day I just said, I'm going to make this happen. And I know it'll work. Like I just knew, I think I, part of, you know, my intuition and all that, like, I just knew it would, um, but again, I say all the time, like surround yourself with successful people, see what's out there, see what's possible and know that you can have it too. Yeah, it's so true. I I, I remember like at a point in my time, my circle of friends were very like close-minded, very much stuck. And I noticed when I would look around in my life, I'm like, oh my God, I'm a reflection of them. Yes. And that's so scary because like we have to be so careful with who we choose to be surrounded by and what we consume. Guys, find an online mentor, find friends online that are, are doing things that you want to be doing and literally take that as a blueprint for yourself. If people in your life are not the people that you want to, you know, live like and be like, right? Exactly. And you become the five people that you're closest to. So who are you closest to? Whose advice are you listening to? Right. Um, like we said earlier, so be very cognizant of that. Um, I noticed that the most success came in my life once I started surrounding myself with successful people and I started being the small fish in the pond, you know? Um, so if you feel like you're always the most ambitious, you're not in the right rooms, babe. <laughs> you're not. That's true. Cause you're, yeah. you're not, no one's pushing you. No one's challenging you and you kind of get complacent. And I feel like we've all been there before. It's like, well, this is as good as it gets, right? Like what else is going to, what else am I going to do with myself? If no one else is pushing themselves. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my God. This conversation is so good. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think I have two more questions. Okay. You are super popular for going viral with the whisper method. Can you 
tell us, because I don't teach a whisper method. I, I never have. And I want my followers to listen to you explain it so that they can see if they, they want to use, they want to apply. Because so many people were asking, like, how do you do it? I'm like, you know what? I don't know. We're going to ask Sarah because she's like the pro. <laughs> Oh, listen, when I tell y'all, okay, I don't know why the way, I mean, there's probably some like law of assumption or whatever. Before I even practiced law of assumption, Neville, all that, I tried the whisper method. That was one of the first methods I did with manifestation and it worked like at God's speed. Like I was seeing things happen that like shouldn't have happened. I was shook, shook everything from manifesting scholarships, like large amounts, manifesting like job opportunities, manifesting like texts from people. It was insane. And I was just using the whisper method just to fuck around and see if it would work. And it all worked. Um, so essentially the way you do the whisper method is you close your eyes and you get into like that theta state, that like meditative state, and you're visualizing your person where you think they would be right now. And you visualize yourself walking up to them and whispering in their ear three times what it is you want them to do for you. And as you're walking out of the visualizing yourself, walking out of the room, you're going to visualize them doing the thing you want them to do for you and walk out of that room and accept it as done. So it is law of assumption. Let's be real. It's visualization, law of assumption. That's why it works. But I think there's something about the ritual aspect, about the fact, the power you feel when you like astrally, like speak to this person and make them do it. That is just so powerful. And it has been so successful. Everyone who recognizes me in person these days, I ask them, I'm like, what was the video you found me from? And everyone says, whisper method and it worked for them. So there's some magic to it. Um, but honestly, any visualization practice, you know, is going to be very effective as well. But I think just the, the testimonies and seeing that it worked for so many people helps people as well. Yeah. And it's so viral. Like, and I've seen you post about it so many times that I'm like, damn, like this, and some people are like, Oh my God, it works. Like it worked for me. And like, they keep doing it. I'm like, Oh my God, I, I want to try it. <laughs> People I love, love a good method. People they love do. a method. And guys, when you do, when you guys take methods from um, coaches online, make sure you have done some identity and some self-concept work where you really feel like you are that powerful and you are that girl or that guy that can do that because you don't want to go into it uncertain. And then you're like, where are my results? And then you kind of become wishy-washy with it. Right. Exactly. And that's actually what I talk about in like my updated whisper method version video. Um, I mentioned that you have to do the identity work. You have to do the self-concept work because if you don't believe it's going to happen, if you don't feel like you're the person that gets these things handed to them, then it won't happen. Like realistically speaking. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. Like they really have to tie in together guys, try it and let us know if it works for you. (laughs) Okay. We are running out of time, but we just have one last question. What is next for Hot High Priestess? What do you have coming up that your community and my community should be looking out for? Because I want everyone to go follow you and just see how incredible you are. But what's next for Sarah? Like we all want to know. Well, um, I just moved to LA, so I'm just enjoying life and all of that. But in terms of my career and stuff that you guys can be a part of, I obviously have my workshop as well. I have a retreat in March coming up. That's going to be like a one week virtual retreat where we're going to be working on your self-concept, doing the meditations, the affirmations all together in this really powerful group of women and men. Um, and 
in the future, you'll see me on stages. You'll see me on screens, on red carpets, you know, the drill. So that's, what's coming for me. But for the time being, that's what it is. I love it. And I'm so proud of you. And I know we've spoken about this before, but guys look out for me and Sarah together on stage. Like I'm just going to drop that bomb because we've already been manifesting it. Yeah. Audio record this because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm going to, I'm going to pull up this video when we're on stage together. Oh yeah. With the date on it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I love it so much guys. Um, if you don't follow Sarah on Instagram or on TikTok, please go check her out at Hot High Priestess. She shares so much incredible manifestation information, tarot readings. She's so positive. She will lift up your energy. She's such a sweetheart. And like, she is so responsive to everybody with such a huge following. I don't even know how she has the time <laughs> and the patience to do it, but she's so responsive and so present. Sarah, thank you so much for doing this today. I have a huge feeling that my community is going to want like a part two. So I'm just going to put that out there. (laughs) If you guys want a part two, I'll be there. They're going to want a part two, but I'm so happy you came on and we did this. And I just know there's so much more in store for you. And you are so special. You were just like a beaming light. I love you. I honestly do. I'm so glad we're friends. (laughs) Oh, I love you so much, Flora. Seriously, thank you for coming on. And thank you. Of course. It's honestly, it's my pleasure. Watching you grow like makes my day. So <laughs> thank you for you jumping well. on. I love you. And I'll talk to you later. Thank you guys for listening. Love you guys. <laughs>